Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Deaf Tour But Metal podcast. Tane, hit the theme music. Oh, well, okay, so I was thinking, you know, we're called Deaf Tour But Metal. Yeah. So that maybe we could use the Death Tour But Metal song for the for the intro, for the theme. Excellent. So you've sorted all that out and we're, we're good to go? With... Uh, no, I, I couldn't actually do that. Okay. But it's okay, I've, I've done something, I've prepared something. Ah, okay, let's hear what you've recorded. Uh, I haven't recorded, but, but so I'm just gonna do it. Oh, so uh, okay, ready? So dun 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 more prepared for the next episode shall we i still thought it sounded better than sanango but true (laughs) we can agree on that uh welcome to the podcast um i guess we should start with introductions yeah yeah let's uh let's introduce each other okay cool cool You, you you started off okay so tonight i'm joined by gary groom smith uh gary is a local promoter he's a co promoter of deft orbit metal uh, he's also a writer and interviewer, and he, his work has appeared in uh, Sludge Factory, which became SF Media and Heavy Magazine as well. And uh, Gary, you'll see around at local gigs, all round swell fella, and staunch metalhead. Great, thanks, thanks for the intro. Oh, and uh, this is Tane. This is Tane. That's that's it. Oh. Uh... Also, we are using his computer to record this. Anyway, let's let's talk about why we are recording this podcast, uh, mainly for three reasons. Uh, firstly, to promote our monthly metal club in Sydney, which is called Deft Orbit Metal. Secondly, to promote new music from all over the metal spectrum and from all over the world. Yeah, so what we're doing is trying to find new stuff, new releases, try and showcase it, stuff that you guys might not have heard. We're kind of digging around, going all around the world, trying to find this stuff. And hopefully as well, we'll be hearing back from you guys and we'll be playing some new stuff as well. Yeah, just stuff that we dig and hopefully you dig as well. Mm. Uh, The third reason we're doing this is to serve as a distraction from... Thoughts of the inevitable endless void that awaits all of us at the conclusion of our meaningless existence. It is true. At the end of this life, there is nothing. Only shadows and dust. It is a harrowing thought, yes. But uh, perhaps after listening to us speak, uh, the... It might not be so bad. Yeah. uh, You might welcome the inevitable endless void that awaits us all. (laughs) Uh, so basically, uh, for this episode and for any upcoming episodes we may do, we're just going to focus on new releases from 2016. Mm -hmm. Uh, but to start us off, I'm going to start with a release from 2015 from December. Kind of flew under the radar a little bit with all the end of year lists yeah the top five lists and whatnot uh and this is a band called Batushka. i believe that's how it's pronounced mm. i could be wrong yeah from poland these guys right from poland they brought out an album called liturgia again i could be saying it wrong but liturgia that sounds right let's say that and that's through witching hour productions 
these guys are a black metal band. Uh, they have a lot of the black metal tropes that you might expect. So there's blast beats, there's screeching black metal vocals, but they they pull it back a bit and do some chunky riffs as well. Not, mm. There's not always blasting. The thing that sets them apart uh, from other black metal bands is that their screeching black metal vocals sometimes, often, take a back seat to chanting. Mm. Orthodox Slavonic chanting. Uh, so basically chants in a language that's used in churches throughout Eastern Europe. Yeah, it's like early Christian tradition Coptic style stuff. If you know, you know, if you're interested in that kind of thing, history wise, I mean, you know, very brutal, very metal kind of times this music was around. And so it's actually been incorporated quite well uh, into this fucking awesome black metal stuff. Yeah, the the chanting is very effective. It adds a really eerie air to the the music, mm. and uh, we'll hear that now with the tra- the first track of the album Liturgia, which is called Yiktemia oh, <laughs> uh, One, I believe. I pronounce that flawlessly. Uh, Anyone who says otherwise is a fucking liar. Yes. So here we go with Batushka.
and that was Batushka with Yaktemia 1. And coming up next, we have Gygax. Gygax, I'm super excited about these guys. This new album called Critical Hits, put out by Creator Destructor Records. These guys, they're Dungeons and Dragons metal, which obviously conjures up a lot of images of Northern European folk stuff. Sure, I'm thinking Vikings, the fantasy, Man of War. Oh, oh, but whoa now. whoa now, sir. No, 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 not at all. Like, this is. Uh, we're talking more like 80s glam, but also. Uh, I mean, who else would you say? Like Thin Lizzy kind of style, as Thin, we were saying? Sure, Thin Lizzy. I think that there's. It's like a rockier version of Steel Panther, maybe. Yeah. Less metal, more on the rock side of things. Less hair, less leopard print. Uh, more D20s. More D20s. More Dorito dust all over you. More uh, <laughs> more monster manual uh, references. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, honestly, this album fucking rocks. Like, uh, I mean, great riffage. Uh, awesome kind of retro sound, but with... with you know, good new mixing now. It, it, I would compare it to Thin Lizzy as a big one for me. I would say when I'm listening to it. Sure. As soon as soon as I heard these guys, I knew it would be up Tane's proverbial alley. Yes, indeed. Well, uh, we're gonna be listening to a track from Critical Hits now. This is the Rope of Shadow. Stop and stop 
indeed was The Rope of Shadow by Gygax of Critical Hits. Now, coming up is a band that I'm super excited about. They're from the Northern Territory. They're called Miasma. Uh, the album is called North, and it's been released through The Black Wreath. Now, these guys are going to be playing at one of our events coming up soon. I'll talk about that around the end of the podcast. Really hard to pin down genre-wise. If I was going to describe them, I'd say they're kind of like a melodic death metal band, but very unique sounding. Yeah, and um, as Gary and I were saying before we started recording, uh, these guys being very geographically isolated, uh, being from Alice Springs, mm-hmm. and we are aware of uh, quite a good metal scene there now, actually, but they seem to be, you know, because obviously they miss out on a lot of tours and whatnot, uh, they seem to be kind of coming up with their own takes on a lot of things, uh, their own sounds. It's quite interesting to hear. Yeah, very much like Norway in the early 90s with the black metal scene that came out of there. A lot of bands weren't touring through Norway, and so the Norwegians came up with their own scene and seemingly their own sound, kind of uh, taking bits and pieces from other bands, but uh, still very unique. Uh, What we're going to do now is we're going to play a track from the album North called Beyond Repressed.
that was Beyond Repressed from Miasma, from the Northern Territory. Coming up next, we have a track from the new Obscura album, Acroasis, which is released by Relapse Records. Mm. These guys, very, very interesting. Um, I mean, they've been around for a long time. It's technical, progressive death metal. A lot of speed, like very over-the-top speed, uh, but a lot of uh, exploration of melody as well. Yeah, they're not afraid. On this album, I mean, they've always used melodic elements in their music, but uh, it seems like they're a bit more comfortable with it on this album, and they're not afraid to explore uh, those kind of elements. A bit like uh, Cynic, the later Cynic Mm. uh, albums and EPs, uh, especially with a little bit of vocoder thrown in there and a bit of spacey melody progressive yeah well stuff. i would compare their melodic work as well to someone even animals as leaders but without the kind of you know genty tones yeah. uh this is a lot purer sounding i suppose totally uh they they sound uh tighter than ever uh the production is great but still sounds natural it doesn't sound uh emotionless or mechanical mechanical like you'd get with some overproduced albums uh, yeah it really I, doesn't suffer from that at all here I'm, I'm not sure if that's just be from the production or because of the new lineup i mean these guys change their lineup more frequently than tane changes his underwear and uh definitely more frequently than uh, gary changes the economy he constantly wears under his pants sure uh enough said about that uh <laughs> Let's see, we're gonna, what what track are we gonna listen to of this new album? Uh, we are going to be listening to the title track, Acroasis. This is it from Obscura.
Gods Obscura with Acroasis. Now, um, those are all the bands that we've had permission from the record labels to play the music of. Uh, we just want to talk about a few more releases that have uh, have occurred during 2016 uh, that we either didn't have time to get permission to play mm. or they are on Seasons of Mist who don't bother replying to my emails. <laughs> you hear uh, that, Seasons of Mist? <laughs> Uh, so what, what have we got first? So the first one we want to talk about is the new Running Christ album that's just been released, uh, Rituals. Uh, these guys are from Greece. If you're not familiar with them, uh, Gary, how would you describe them? Uh, they kind of do a bit of epic, usually mid-paced death metal. Mm. This album, I think in their past albums, they've been a little too uh well not too tight but just too mechanical yeah a little bit uh it's kind of taken away a little bit of the enjoyment of those albums but this one it seems like they've kind of relaxed a little not not that they're not tight still uh well that's it we've had a a lot of the same from the last year releases but this seems to be turning a corner i guess in um just another aspect of whether music's actually starting to go so exactly because like the batushka album that we were referring to earlier and that is the correct pronunciation uh no matter what anyone says uh they use a lot of clean vocals a lot of almost chanting Mm. Uh, type vocals in in the music on rituals as well and it's very effective i found well that's the thing i mean like um obviously for a direct comparison talking about batushka as well uh the chanting they're using is that religious style like coptic early christian kind of thing so similar in that respect but what they do is quite different as well um definitely uh, the heaviness is still there, but um, more kind of death metal stuff. Indeed. Moving from death metal to a more blackened perspective, we have Destroyer 666 with their new release, Wildfire. Now, uh, the all the, all of these um, releases that we're talking about now, you'll be able to find links to where you can listen to and buy these albums. So if you miss the name or miss uh, any information we'll have that there in the description on soundcloud and probably on facebook yeah we'll we'll be trying to link to bandcamp as well so that um you know you can make a direct purchase because we do definitely actually encourage that as well you know we this is about trying to support the local metal scene but also we want to do it for everyone else as well so and speaking of local uh, destroyer 666 did originally come from australia then they, I think they moved to the, uh, England. Yeah. And then I, I think now they're somewhere in Scandinavia, or that kind of area. Uh, and with Wildfire, the new album, uh, it's a lot of the black metal elements are there. The thrashier kind of black and thrash elements are there, but mm. they've gone a bit old school. Yeah. Well, uh, definitely a bit more. Bit more hair, bit more power, Uh, kind of black and roll kind of stuff. Sure, I mean, to see what we're talking about, check out the album, check out the first track, that Tomarea kind of opening scream. Yeah. Tane's going to give us an example right now, put him on the spot. Yeah, there's a whole lot of... 
kind of... Except way better. Yeah, heaps better. I mean, like, I should have grabbed my balls and I would have got a much truer tone, but... Or at least squeeze them harder. He's constantly grabbing his balls. Well, I mean, my hands were above the table, so someone was squeezing, but anyway. That's neither here nor there. That's <laughs> Wildfire by Destroyer 666. What have we got next? Uh, next, we've got Flesh God Apocalypse, their new album, King. Uh, these guys are much more symphonic metal, but, uh, you know, if you're familiar with symphonic metal, uh, we're not talking about your sort of wussy Finnish kind of stuff where they, they need to put someone pretty in a in a white dress up front. I mean, this is fucking brutal. Yeah, um, I think these guys are Italian. I think they're from Yeah, I, th- I think they're Italian, yeah. It, Flesh God, I know you're listening. Um, if you're not actually from italy can you consider moving there so i don't seem like more of an idiot it means we'd have to re-record the podcast exactly. and you know it's just we it's don't really more have trouble that. than it's worth i think it's probably yeah. easier if you guys just move to italy yeah but uh it definitely comes through in their sound that kind of uh, added bravado that you get from uh, that uh, side of the world um yeah and this album it's uh I mean, as I was saying, if you're you're familiar with uh, symphonic metal, this is kind of more of the same from what they've been doing. Uh, This album, I, you know, I really do like these guys. The production here is a little heavy-handed. That is the one critique Mm. I would have. I think, like, some of the earlier albums, it's a bit too bombastic with the orchestra. When you look at a band like Septic Flesh, who Mm. give the orchestra some space and some room to breathe and kind of a bit more seamlessly mix the metal elements with the symphonic elements. Mm. Yeah, I mean, they have kind of set a benchmark for for releases. And while while Flesh God have been around for a while, and, you know, it's still a good album, uh, I would recommend listening to it. I was kind of hoping for a little bit more for this release. That said, I saw them live. I saw them uh, open for Septic Flesh, and they were incredible. They absolutely blew me away. I think the mix is a lot better live than... It is in the studio sometimes. Mm, yeah, yeah. So that was Flesh God Apocalypse. Now we're looking at a band who I can quite easily pronounce the name of. You'll get it right first time. Uh, I'm going to say they're called Cathealist. They're from Canada, and their album is just as easy to pronounce. It is. <laughs> Le Dernier Crepuscule. How's that for you French speakers out there? Yeah. Trebian. Jeez, these guys are like a Cthulhu mythology-based ultra-heavy death metal band. Uh, Really scary to listen to, but with a few... Not really dense sound but not so much so that you can't hear the good stuff that they've got going on in there yeah i mean these guys you know uh, as gary just said uh, heavy lovecraft influence uh with their lyrics but also both their imagery visually but also with the effect they're trying to 
that they're going for musically as well. It is actually pretty genuinely horrifying. <laughs> Check them out, especially that vocalist. Damn, that yeah. guy is, uh, is straight out of a Lovecraft book. Yeah, and as soon as we looked at the album as well, I mean, like, you, you see the the cover art, and you kind of know what you're in store for. Like, what's in store for you, but... That is Cathelist. Cathelist? Cathelist? You say Cathelist, I ca- say Cathelist. Let's check pull the whole thing off. <laughs> check out the links <laughs> and decide your own pronunciation. What's next, thing? The next album we have is Conan's Revengeance. Uh, this one, Conan, they are from Nottingham in England. They've been around for quite a while now. Three-piece, Stoner, Sludge, Doom. This album, it's uh, kind of... I've been trying to figure out how to describe this as far as a change in sound. There is a slight change in sound from uh, what you might know already if, you, if you're familiar with their releases. Uh, kind of a slight change in production, kind of almost like a Kurt Ballow kind of vibe i would say you know like high on fire snakes for the divine that kind of change in sound from low fire to slightly crisper uh, but it seems to work for them quite well what did you think gary yeah i agree uh i think uh, while they still retain the plotting stoner fuzzy riffage kind of sound they they tend to pick up the pace a little bit here and there mm. and kind of gets really kind of heavy in a different way than we're used to uh, yeah. from this band. <clears throat> Much more galloping kind of stuff. I mean, listening to the title track as well uh, really kind of gives it away. But uh, yeah, give it a listen. The link's below anyway. And speaking of galloping, uh, <laughs> we have a man that needs little to no introduction. You are introducing him. I right? am introducing him, making me... The biggest hypocrite speaking right now. This is Abath, the ex-frontman from Norway's Immortal uh, Black Metal Kings. This album is self-titled. It's through Seasons of Mist. Uh, It is kind of like the later Immortal albums, so Sons of Northern Darkness and All Shall Fall, Mm. mixed with... uh, a Bath's side project, uh, I, mm. uh, with their album Between Two Worlds. What did you think of this album? Definitely, we would be comparing it to the later releases from Immortal and and from A Bath's side project, yeah. I. Just just nice and clean, uh, not like the earlier. Yeah, of... not quite so lo-fi. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But um, this album, it uh, it really jumps out of the gates, I guess. Like the the riffs on here are super energetic uh i was really impressed with the first few tracks but i must say um not that it's a bad thing it um just sort of goes back into more familiar territory uh, towards the end of the album for me it just seemed to lose a bit of steam and kind of peter out towards the end there yeah i have to give it a few more listens maybe yeah i can't you know i really did like those first few songs but i also can't pretend to not be disappointed just a little because you know we did just see him live as well and it was absolutely amazing the the new material worked really well but just recorded maybe um it could be the mix but i think just the riffs in those first few were really incendiary i think it's worth checking out if you're a fan of the later mortal and Mm. um 
It's interest. It's gonna be interesting to see what he does next. It will, will be with a new lineup and um, see what he has to offer. Yeah. So that's it for all the releases we're gonna talk about. I know we've missed quite a few yeah. <laughs> uh, that have come out so far. It's been a strong start to 2016 in the in the realm of metal. Yeah, both locally and internationally. I mean, we've been looking at a whole bunch of stuff, and uh, we are gonna try and handle some things that have come out already. Uh, but you know, by the time this podcast comes out, there's going to be new releases as well. So that- sure, we, we've already got a few things lined up for the next episode if uh, if we go ahead. But uh, if you think there's something that we've missed that you'd like to hear about, or if you want to comment or tell us that we're wrong or tell us that we're right or whatever, whatever you like, you can contact us through Facebook, through email, through SoundCloud, through telepathic projections, yeah. through whatever methods. signs. Yeah. Sure. Uh, but all the links are below anyway. So. so all that leaves us to do is to talk about uh, upcoming Def Talbot Metal events and upcoming gigs and give some thanks to some people that deserve thanks from us. So what's coming up first then? So let's talk about Def Talbot Metal. If you're unfamiliar with our club, it is basically a heavy metal club night uh, at the Valve in Sydney, upstairs at the Agincourt Hotel. Uh, we have DJs that play new metal rare tracks classic tracks that you want to hear uh but we tend to mix it up a bit so you're not just hearing the same fear factory and corn songs yeah yeah no limp biscuit here no uh <laughs> you're not going to hear anyone rapping no one's down with the sickness uh anyway tane's going to give me an impression of jonathan davis doing his uh nima duba Sounds. You said you wouldn't tell anyone about that. I'm, I'm putting him on the spot, but here we go. Tane with his Jonathan Davis impression. Sometimes I can still only feel daddy's hands. Very, very apt. Uh, a lot of you didn't know that we were going to have Jonathan Davis in the room. Here. Oh, no, that was Tane. That was... <laughs> oh. um, Surprise. I forgot what we were talking about. Gift of a medal. We have... Not only DJs, but we have live bands. We have performances. We like we've had burlesque performances. We've had circus performances. We have games and prizes, but always with a bit of a metal touch as well. So we've got black metal twister. We're not going to be having burlesque dancers dancing to the same Nine Inch Nails track. Uh, you know, we're going to be mixing it up every time, and. Uh, you know, hopefully bringing some new stuff to you guys, but as well as, you know, playing stuff that you know and you love as well. It's a lot of fun, and I, I implore you, if if you feel like Sydney needs something like this, let's come down, check us out, uh, support, you know. Uh, come, even if you, if you think we're lacking something, uh, you can come talk to us, have a beer, talk about metal, yeah. just bang your head to some fucking rad uh, metal bands. Yeah, and also, I mean, if you're in a band as well, please contact us because we do want to showcase local stuff. We want to strengthen our scene, you know. Sure, even if you just want to mention on here, then, um, yeah, send us your stuff. We'll have a listen. If it's something that uh, fits in with what we're doing, then uh, by all means. Yeah. Uh, so coming up for Dev Tour by Metal, we have the 25th of March. 
uh, now this gig might be running early because of Good Friday, so boo. We'll uh, yeah. We'll we'll keep the Facebook uh, updated with times. Yeah, that'll be coming up as soon as possible in the next few days. We're hoping so. But we have uh, Disintegrator, the great crossover thrash band from Sydney, playing. They those these guys are wild. So yeah, you, you don't they're some miss energetic that. motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also have burlesque performances by Venus Vamp and Betty Bandit. Damn. Oh, uh, Betty Bandit as well. She is going to be doing her tribute to Lemmy as well this night. Let's let's not say anything more that, than that. Okay, okay. Just get down there early. Make sure you don't miss out because it's going to be a one-off thing for DTABM. Yep. And, uh, Bring a spare pair of underpants. Exactly. Uh, then after that in oh also in march we have oh yeah yeah big news a dj playlist that was sent to us exclusively for death tour but metal by fenris from the norwegian black metal uh, stalwarts uh dark throne it's all old school stuff everything from the 70s and 80s and that's the theme of the night on the 25th of march we're only going to be playing old school stuff uh, and so Fenris's playlist fits right in with that. Yep. Thanks, Fenris. <laughs> Cheers, man. Uh, after that, we've got April uh, the 15th. Now, for that gig, we, we're just having two bands playing, and we'll probably have games and stuff after that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, as far as the bands, we are super happy. Yeah, for starting us off, we have Necrology from Newcastle playing some good old-fashioned old-school death metal and then uh launching their new album a band that you heard earlier in the podcast uh miasma from the northern territory this will be sydney's official album launch for miasma and it's going to be pretty good it is going to be amazing if you can make it I seriously suggest coming down because these guys are going to be fucking amazing. But if you're not in the Sydney area, they're actually doing an East Coast tour as well. So uh, look I think at they're this. touring all over Australia at the moment. Really? Actually. Oh, awesome. I think well, they're doing Adelaide and Melbourne coming up next. They've just done Perth. We'll be linking uh, underneath this anyway. So do check it out. And if you aren't local to uh, any, you know, if you're not local to Sydney, see if they're playing near you because it's going to be amazing. Now, uh, just some gigs coming up in the Sydney area that uh, we'll probably be hanging out at and that uh, we highly recommend you check out. Coming up shortly on Tuesday the 15th of March, uh, we have our good friends in Thorax supporting Sun O. Hell yes. And that is at the Manning Bar, yeah? That's at the Manning Bar. So fifteenth of March. I know it's a Tuesday, but uh, you know it's going to be night. worth. You know it's going to be worth checking out Sunno. Yeah, we just heard actually that the uh, the guys from Sunno are going to be using twelve Ampeg speakers. I believe it's going to so. be heavy. <laughs> it's going to be noisy. It's going to be bowel loosening,ly heavy. Mm-hmm. The other gig that we wanted to promote is from a band that played at our at Death Talbot Metal's launch. Uh, they are called Fenrir, the neoclassical thrash 
metal with a flautist frontman. They are amazing. Uh, they're launching their new and their debut album, actually, Loki's yeah. Slaughter. And that's on Saturday, the 2nd of April at the Boldface Stag. And that is going to be quite a night anyway, because there are how many? Five supports as well? I think it's five. There's Snow Leopard, uh, Pizza Gut, War of Attrition, Head in a Jar, and Disintegrator. So, yeah, you're not going to want to miss that one. <laughs> Uh, just a couple of thank yous and plugs for some cool people. Uh, firstly, Chris Marrick of Marrick Media and uh, Nerve Gas. Uh, Chris has helped us out. He's uh, plugged us. He's been very supportive. He's been in the metal scene for donkeys and uh, he's amazing. Uh, so if you see a gig with his name attached to it, check it out. Uh, also like to thank Heavy Mag, who have been very supportive and have helped uh, promote our our events. Yeah, uh, you can check them out at www.heavymag.com.au and uh, brilliant. They they release the magazine online for free, so that's worth checking out. Uh, Metal Ruse, Michael and Metal Ruse, very supportive dude again. And check out his website because he's got a great store for local uh, metal acts, Australian metal acts. Mm. Uh, and also a very, very thorough uh, gig yeah, guide. Yeah, a pretty comprehensive gig guide. And, uh, you know, Michael's a very passionate dude who uh, does a lot of good work for a lot of local bands here. But, uh, you know, has also been doing stuff a bit further out of Sydney as well, which is great. So, Two more plugs. Uh, Collide Magazine, uh, they have been super supportive. Uh, Adam and Sarah from Collide are great people who have helped us out a lot, given us a lot of shout outs, a lot of coverage, and we thank them for that. And also, our photographer, Dapper Dan himself, Dapper Dan Photography, uh, you can see his work on our Facebook page and there's always links to his Facebook too if you want to check out more of his stuff. A very eclectic photographer and amazing all-round dude. So, so yeah, thank you, sweet Danny T. Sweet, sweet Danny T. The sweetest of Danny T's. <laughs> uh, and that's it if you're still listening i applaud your perseverance i yeah. apologize wholeheartedly for what you just heard yeah sheer bloody mindedness that's what i put it down you to dirty dirty masochist <laughs> uh thanks very much uh hopefully we'll be back and hopefully we'll have a better theme song next time uh, i can't guarantee it it will probably be worse <sighs> Something to look forward to. Definitely. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next time. See you later.